the Nightfly, we return to high school in the 80s with Raffi Salem. Got skills, I'm a champion of D&D. MC Escher, that's my favorite MC. Keep your 40, I'll just have an Earl Grey tea. My rims never spin. To the contrary, you'll find that they're quite stationary. All of my action figures are cherry. Stephen Hawking. As he looks at all of them. You are listening to Lester the Nightfly. This is PJ Ewing, who never grew up and wants to call himself PJ DJ at times. <laughs> Only at times like this, Rafi. Uh, I don't go around New York saying, hey, I'm PJ DJ, but yeah. when I'm doing the show, I kind of pretend. Uh, we are going to stay in the vein of humor and fun and lightheartedness with uh, yet, yet again, everybody, a video you got to watch, uh, but a guy that you know very well. In fact, you know what? Rafi, you introduce this. What do we have next? All right. So here we are back in high school. This is a guy who he's a musician. His main instrument is an accordion. This is a guy who takes comedy and music to the next level. He is parodying all of these incredible hit songs. And similar to South Park and The Simpsons, he is getting permission from all these huge, huge artists uh, that are being honored by being parodied by him. So finding the top Weird Al Yankovic song that I wanted to put on this list was no easy feat. I went back and forth just because he has so many, so many hits. Um, and I just figured, you know what? I'm white and nerdy. So, this song is about me. It's about you, man. It's we all, all I didn't want, I didn't want to say it. I mean, <laughs> all of the talking, you know, you're kind of on the, on the wall here under the white. Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, right this song is about me. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not fat, so I, I didn't take, um, eat it. Eat it. Eat it. You had for lunch, just eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. 
you know, uh, um, it, a close second or third is. Um, Like a surgeon. I I mean, that is just brilliant. Um, uh, I I mean, there is so much. Uh, Living with a hernia. uh, I mean, (laughs) you just just have. And and you got to watch the videos too. I mean, I I, I know we all have. I had never seen this video, White and Nerdy. And (laughs) it was, I just howling, laughing. I mean, he's, there was an article about him in the New York Times, I don't know, two months ago. Why is he still here? Why do we love him so much? It was, it was sort of marveling at this crazy career that just doesn't end. And I think he's not 50, he's 60. He's got to be. I mean, he, he's been doing this forever. He parodies Chameleon Air yeah. featuring Crazy Bone. Okay, so I went back and watched that video because I'm like, how yeah. would they ever let this w- weird white guy parody them? A- a- were they being goofy themselves? No way, man. They see me rolling, they hating, patrolling and trying to kiss me riding dirty. 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 My music's so loud, I'm swinging. They hoping that they gon' kiss me riding dirty. Trying to kiss me riding dirty. Trying to kiss me riding dirty. they were deadly serious and i don't want to take this into a political realm or turn this dark but the i don't know if you've seen have you seen the chameleon air video um wait the chameleon air one or the weird owl one crazy one no it's called riding the real song original song i might have (laughs) <laughs> well, guess what? It's about cops and stopping police, uh, police stopping black males and treating them differently than white people. Mm. I'm not trying to take this show anywhere other than holy moly with what we're witnessing over the last weeks and months. Yeah. And there it is in a song, very serious. It's a rapper going off on how the police treat white people and black people differently when they do a stop with, I mean, it's that's the video. They stop a car, two cars, and they treat one group differently than the other. I, I was, I was like, why did they let Weird Al, <laughs> you know, go go and, and play with their music? But it, it, obviously, it's brilliant and hilarious. And, yeah. Uh, so just just to lighten it up a little, I'm yeah, oh, sorry, stepping sorry. back. I'm going to lighten it up a Thank little you. bit. Thank Number you. one is Alfred Matthew Yankovic is. Um, was born in 1959, which makes him 61 years old. Okay. So think about it. When we were younger, we thought, we thought 50 year olds were old. If 50 year olds are old, what is sixties? I mean, this guy's old and he is making still comedy genius for, 
for 40 years. Um, and by the way, the song that I that was killing me before, uh, killing me softly, was <laughs> um, uh, was by Coolio, Gangster's Paradise, which he turned into the Amish Paradise. Which, if no one, if people are listening to this and they haven't seen Amish Paradise, it is hilarious. It's just, I mean, all of them are hilarious, but this came in, in my top three of, of which one I wanted to pick. I'll just say, none of us take Weird Al seriously, and that's a mistake. The guy is brilliant, and he's delighted us for so many generations in some ways, and uh, I'm really glad you put him on the list, because I would never have selected Weird Al for any list anywhere, and that's a, <laughs> that's a shame, because he deserves... To be um, to be uh, listened to and appreciated. Okay, so let's go. Weird Al, white and nerdy on Lester the Nightfly. I'm a champion of D&D MC Escher, that's my favorite MC Keep your 40 out, just have an Earl Grey tea My rims never spin To the contrary You'll find it there quite stationary All of my action figures are cherry Stephen Hawking's in my library My MySpace page is all totally pimped out Got people begging for my top 8 spaces Yo, I know pie to a thousand places Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise I'm a whiz and minesweeper, I can play for days Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze There's no killer rap, I haven't run At Pascal, well I'm number one Do vector calculus just for fun I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. Happy Days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Here's the part I sing. You see me roll on my Segway. I know in my heart they think I'm white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. I like to roll with the gangsters. Although it's apparent I'm too white and X-Men comics, you know I collect them. The pens in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. I memorize Holy Grail really well. I can recite it right now and have you R-O-T-F-L-O-L. I got a business doing websites. While well, friends need some code, who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my dog. Yo, I got myself a fanny pack. They were having a sale down at the Gap. in my nights with a roll-up bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me getting freaky. I'm nerdy and the extreme and whiter than sour cream. I was in a V Club and Glee Club and even the chess team. Only question I ever thought was hard. What do I like Kirk or do I like Picard? Spend every weekend at the Renaissance Fair. Got my name on my underwear. They see me strolling, they laughing, and rolling their eyes because I'm so white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Raffi, 
I want to say, and this could be out of ignorance, okay? This could be out of, of PJ's limitations, you know? But I want to call your next song continuing the theme of humor because the Blue Oyster Cult did a song called Godzilla. And I went through the lyrics and it was comedic. It was a go, go Godzilla. And, you know, they, they, they want to get you and we were cheering for you. And it was goofy and silly. So what is one of the most famous SNL Saturday Night Live skits? And how is it? How are they connected to Godzilla? Oh shoot! Can you answer this, PJ? Well, uh, I, the uh, first thing that came to my head was the Coneheads. I don't know why I would say that uh, in terms of skits. Shoot! No, I'm gonna I'm gonna fail at this. You're putting me in a all bad right, spot, right. Raffi. I will. I'll Darn give it. you a hint. <laughs> okay. I'll give you a hint. You ready? Yes. Yep. Christopher Walken. Oh man, I don't know. Christopher Walken. Oh, cowbell. No. Yes. Yeah, yes. Really. Really. Yes. Ah. Okay. Now, what what is the song? What is the song that Blue Oyster Cult um, sings, where where they're asking for more cowbell? Oh, see, I, I'm not going to know this. Oh, don't fear the reaper. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, now I do. Great song. Love that song. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. That was where. Okay, I didn't get the connection. Got it. Got it. Got it. If you take Don't Fear the Reaper in, in, and you give it to, you know, subject group A, and then you give Godzilla and you say, is this the same band? Um, uh, 10 times out of 10, you, you, you will not think mm -hmm. that it's the same band. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was going with this, that I love this song. And I love the fact that it is so far away from Don't Fear the Reaper um, that Got they it. needed to be acknowledged. Thank you. Well, I'm glad I wasn't insane uh, about the comedy <laughs> part because I'm like, this is hilarious. Uh, 1977, uh, Godzilla from Blue Oyster Cult. Let's take a listen.
Now, Rafi, you said something really brilliant, and I don't know if you know the connection, but you said cowbell, and you made that whole story about connecting, you know, fear the reaper, don't fear the reaper. Did you know that in the middle of the Beastie Boys, make some noise, Will Ferrell is the driver of a limo, and the window goes down, and he's banging on a cowbell? Yes. (laughs) By the way, totally, that's the reference. So, so good, good for you, PG. I knew that, um, and I'm glad. I'm happy that you you pointed that out. It, it's wow. there's just brilliance upon brilliance. There is something. My son is in college um, studying film, and there was something I learned when he was going to film school for the past three years during the summers. Um, there is a joke amongst uh, directors in in the film industry where they will always use like when when they're filming something in a hotel they'll always use like the same room number like room 208 or something like that i I can't remember the exact reference but that is a similar thing that it's an inside joke and when you get that inside joke you're like ah yeah Right. right right well, but you know, don't be so surprised that I grabbed that. I'm a professional. <laughs> this is what I do. I mean, I, it's a gift in the end. I acknowledge that gift. I'm just really good at this thing. Well, yep. Cards on the table. So we, you know, I didn't write a note, a, a thing, a, a comment at all about the next song from the Eagles, because I just thought of it as just a great song, flat out, just like it. And I remember it fondly. I remember the Eagles fondly. Why did you put this track on our list? What is it? And why are we listening to it? So um, I will have to say that the Eagles, uh, I forget, once again, going back to high school, uh, were a major influence. Um, First of all, Hotel California, right, is one of the most famous rock songs of all time. It's probably... You know, next to Led Zeppelin's right. Stairway, to Head, yes. Stairway to Heaven, uh, Hotel California, I think, is in the top 10 every single year um, for greatest rock songs of all time. Um, and what I, my brain, my musical brain, I would say, is fascinating because it's my brain. Um, and I wanted to acknowledge the Eagles for how great they are and how brilliant they are. And I was listening recently to some Eagle stuff and Take It to the Limit just popped into my head. And if you listen to um, Randy Meisner is the lead singer. 
the Eagles, similar to Steely Dan, the Eagles were made up of just brilliant, brilliant uh, um, artists all on their own. Don Henley, Glenn Fry, Randy Meisner, Joe Walsh. I mean, this is, as we if they're not called an all-star band. There's a, there's a term for, um, for when a band has every single member is a genius in their mm. own right. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I can, I don't know the word. I don't know the term, but I, I think you, you've described them brilliantly. I yes. mean, that's what they, that's where they are. So, so I wanted to, you know, in, in the spirit of radio and the spirit of music, getting back to, I, mm-hmm. I, I started out with soul. I went into comedy. I went into brilliance. I went into more comedy and now I'm bringing it back to soul brilliance and beauty. I mean, the beauty of the notes, the range that Randy Meisner gets into on Take to the Limit, it's just sheer poetry in in song. And that's, that's where I'm leaving it. Good. Let's do it. Let's listen to the Eagles Take It to the Limit.
We're going to get back to our collection of great music from Rafi Salem right after this. Lester the Nightfly has great broadcast partners, such as WPVM 103.7 FM in Asheville, North Carolina, WHPW 97.3 FM in Harpswell, Maine, KYGT 103.9 FM, The Goat in Denver, Colorado, KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Radio in Bend, Oregon, WBDY 99.5 FM, Binghamton, New York, and KFOI 90.8 FM in Modesto, California. Now you you give me a gift, a really big gift with the next track, Tighten Up by a band I've never heard of, Archie Bell and the Drells. I went and looked them up. It was the most adorable story of this little band becoming big because of one song and being picked up and, you know, starting in Texas. And I, it was just the cutest thing I've ever seen. Where did you find this? I mean, I've never, 1968, Archie Bell and the Drells, who, what? When I was a cater waiter on Long Island, uh, listening to wedding bands uh, and just listening to all this music, I met one of my best friends for life. I was a busboy and then I was a waiter. And then I went off for a year abroad and he came in to the catering hall. And uh, I come back a year later and I immediately get promoted above this guy. Now he is pissed off. He's like, why is this guy who's brand new? um, Why is he being promoted before me? So he, he and I start talking and it's like, dude, who do you think you are walking in here like you own the place? And I'm like, well, I've worked here for, th- for two years already since I was a 16-year-old busboy. So I, you know, I paid my dues. I, I busted my chops. And he's like, oh, I didn't know who you were. And from that moment on, this guy became like one of my soul brothers. He's like, you play guitar? I play guitar. Uh, you like movies. I like movies. You like, I like, you like, uh, you like rock. I like rock. So we really had a great, great uh, relationship that started out at this catering hall. And um, he and I used to jam together when we, when we picked up our guitars in high school and uh, we've been friends for, for over 30 years. Uh, Alone Plit, if you're listening to this, uh, this is, the song is for you. Um, so last year, before the pandemic, in February um, 2020, uh, he and I were going skiing uh, for a couple of days. And he pops this into his, I think he has like, what are those old iTunes uh, machine devices? An iPod? <laughs> Something like that. So I think he has, I think he has it on his iPad. <laughs> iPod, uh, and he and he and he's like, Ralph, you you know, tighten up by Archie Bell and the Drills, right? And I'm like, no. What are you talking about? He's like, are you kidding me? And he pumps it up, 
And I'm like, oh my God, how, how did I miss this song over the past 30 years? How did I miss this song? And Alone was one of my high school influences, uh, high school, well, then college, we went to college together. Um, and he played it and, you know, PJ, when you said make a list, I say, tighten up. You got to get, you got to get in, into the list. And it's interesting because James Brown did not make it into the list. Um, but Archie Bell and the Drills did. So that's, that's tightened up. That's big. And, and the story is incredible. Uh, this turns out to be a, a big song for them. It launched them. Um, there's a whole story. I won't go into it right now. I don't think we have time, but I will include the the story of Archie Bell and the Drells in the blog at lesterthenightfly.com. So let's listen to Tighten Up, Archie Bell and the Drells here on Lester the Nightfly. Okay, 
home stretch, my friend. Mm-hmm. We've got a few more to go. This has been such fun. That was uh, Tighten Up, Archie Bell, and the Drells. We're staying in a very lighthearted place for our next track. I love this song. The The singer did pass away a year ago, just about now, a little over a year ago. His name is Bill Withers. The song is Lovely Day. It's on our, uh, I won't say her name, our smart device in the other room uh and my kids love the song we listen to it quite often lovely day bill withers uh, what does this mean to you one that i have a well-rounded uh musical grouping of all songs from from my life and from my career and from my guitar playing days from high school to college to post-college and also you know one of the things we haven't spoken about is movies all right so i'm a big movie fan and i'll watch I, i'll watch a, a few movies every week um i mean yes netflix is great but i'm also a big library person and i'll watch anything anywhere youtube hulu voodoo wh- wh- whatever a couple of years ago i found this movie called the joneses and um it's actually not a con i don't know why they oh they call it a comedy drama but it's really not it's really not a comedy it is all about keeping up with the joneses and it stars demi moore and david duchovny and then their two children and they're all actors they work for a they work for a product sales company. And what they do is they move into a neighborhood. This is brilliant. They move into it. Spoiler alert. I'm ruining the movie for anyone that wants to watch it right now. Um, they move into a neighborhood and they come in with a Porsche and the neighbor feels like, oh man, all I have is a, is a, you know, Nissan or a Hyundai or a Honda, I need to get a Porsche. And then the wife is talking with the, and what the, what she does is like, oh, you don't have the, um, you don't have the wolf uh, oven and fridge. You have to get the wolf. I mean, so what they do was they would upsell, they would upsell their neighbors and their whole neighborhoods on buying more expensive products. I mean, brilliant, brilliant so what does that have to do with Lovely Day? I think the opening song <laughs> for this movie is Lovely Day. And I'm watching it a few years ago. And I'm like, you know what? Bill Withers is brilliant. And thank, thank goodness for me watching this movie because it turned me on to Bill Withers and just getting back into that soul music. And if you listen to Bill Withers, hold the note on lovely day and and it keeps on going and going and going and going and going this guy had the voice of an angel and that's why i wanted to include him it is a lovely lovely tune let's listen to some joy the voice of an angel bill withers lovely day Sunlight hurts my eyes And something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind 
This is Billy Joel, New York State of Mind. Billy Joel is very special to, I think, the world. A lot of, uh, of course, devotion here in the Northeast. We love him. He's a New York, New Jersey guy. He's revered. He sings about our city. His albums have New York on their covers, Turnstiles, 57th Street. The, The man is about the Northeast. He's devoted to New York. And he sings a song called A New York State of Mind that for me at this moment in April of 2021, having just spent a day walking about New York, seeing the city fight and struggle 
to come back to life. People are spending money. They're trying to support, but we've got cabanas on our streets and we've got people in masks. It's a very emotional time. A year later, devastation has racked, wreaked, worked through our city. It's never going to be the same. It's going to be better someday, but it's going to be a long way to get there. So having just spent a day with friends and my children walking about New York and sitting here tonight doing the show with you, thinking back about Billy Joel praising and adoring and loving our city, a city that isn't here right now, I get emotional. And so uh, when you close your playlist for this collection, this first collection of, of, of a few uh, with this song, a lot comes to my mind and it's love. And I was inspired having watched and listened again this evening prior to our, our conversation. I was uh, getting fired up, Rafi. I was getting, damn it, this is my city. I'm gonna help make it great. Look at this great place that has been humbled in a 12, 13 month time frame, and damn it, we're gonna build it back. A whole bunch of things opened up in me as I was preparing for this show and listening and watching Billy Joel in interviews and trying to do my job, knowing that this was the, the close of your show. Boy, that was a lot. I'll hand it over to you, man. Why did you, how'd you get here with this? PJ, you fell into my trap. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. That's exactly, I'll, I'll add in a couple of other things. As I alluded to earlier, music comes, comes from all different places. Music comes from your parents, your grandparents, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, et cetera. So I wanted to acknowledge my sisters. Not only did they get, did they buy the first Billy Joel albums, but they first bought Michael Jackson's Beat It album. that they also I don't think I, I I'm gonna give them credit for sticks those sticks as an STYX three albums that I have in my head right now, but definitely The Stranger, Billy Joel, 
came definitely from from my sisters. I I remember them having sweet sixteens. All three of my sisters are older than me, and I remember all of them having sweet sixteens. And I was like the little cute brother who was a huge brat, cute and brat. You know, I I got cute from from their friends, but brat when you took their friends away. I wanted to acknowledge, acknowledge my sisters that that they did have a little bit of an influence, but also. Two years ago, pre-pandemic, both my kids are in high school. Billy Joel is at Madison Square Garden every month. I need to educate my kids. And, and I've, I would say I've done a pretty good job. I need to educate my kids not only with music that they hear on the radio and on satellite radio and on YouTube, but also in concerts. So I've, I've brought my kids to a bunch of concerts. And Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden is just I think he went on for five years. PJ, do you know before the pandemic? Uh, he was with Elton John for a while. They would do a concert together. I think I saw, that's what I saw. Yeah. I, so, I have seen him in MSG myself. Yeah. Yeah. So Billy Joel was playing, he was the resident artist at Madison Square Garden for three years straight. Mm. My kids are in high school and I'm like, I need to bring my kids to a Billy Joel concert. So Christmas I'm going to say it was Christmas 2019. I fulfilled one of my bucket lists of how to educate my kids musically. I brought them to Madison Square Garden. And of course, of course, this is so obvious and cliche, but when he plays New York State of Mind, <laughs> the, the, the crowd is all on their feet. Everyone's singing. It's a, it, it's, you know what? It's not, a, it's not a party. It's a family reunion. And everything that you said about Billy Joel and New York and this pandemic and mass, New York is going to take a, many years to recover. I mean, I walk around New York City and restaurants are closed, places, stores are closed. This really hit us hard. It, it, hard, it hit us harder than many other places um, just because we're cramped. Uh, I mean, that's how we liked it. We loved being in touch with, with our neighbors and loved being in apartment buildings and loved seeing our friends on the streets and loved going into our offices. But that's what really, that the pandemic really, really hurt that. So this is a tribute to New York and a tribute to humanity um, that we will get through this. And I'm sorry for all the loss uh, over the past year uh, of a terrible year in our history that we will never ever forget but uh, here we have billy joel to cheer us up and to tell us that it's going to be okay and we will bounce back Stars in their fancy 
cars and their limousines Been high in the Rockies Under the Everglades I know what I'm needing And I don't want to waste more time I'm in a New York state of mind It was so easy living day by day Out of touch with the rhythm and blues But now I need a little Give and take The New York Times The Daily News It comes down to reality And it's fine with me Cause I've let it slide I Don't care if it's Chinatown Or Rotten Riverside I don't have any reason Left them all behind I'm in a New York state of mind oh, Data. 
So that was so much fun getting to know Rafi. I see the playlist as the window to the mind and to the person, and Rafi really delivered the goods. It was a pleasure to get to know him. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to hear this or other episodes again, don't hesitate to go to LesterTheNightfly.com and you can listen to old broadcasts, old episodes. Each week, it's different. Next week will be completely different than this one. And the following week, it's a lack of format that maybe is our hallmark. It's great fun making the show for you. And I look forward to your ears sometime soon at Lester the Nightfly. This is your PJ DJ signing off. <laughs>